While the holiday season may be over, the sports calendar is in full swing. That's a swing. From collegiate to professional sports, there's no shortage of action, and there's no better place to get in on all of this action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you haven't tried out DraftKings Sportsbook, what are you doing? To celebrate this year's football playoffs, DraftKings is giving all new players the chance to bet on any of this weekend's professional football games at 100 to 1 odds. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any football game this weekend, and if your team wins, you cash $100. While we are all excited for football, let's not forget the 2021 basketball season has tipped off so head to the app store now check out all of DraftKings daily odds boosts DraftKings is safe secure and reliable making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code dnvr when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any football game this weekend That's code DNVR for new players to get a shot at $100 on any football action this weekend for limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The best plan is no plan, according to Dan the Man Mitchell, joining us again from Bill's Mafia. He got jumped in years ago. Uh, I'm Brandon Pernier with Will Keys, who we've never been in any mafia. Some gangs? Sure. Of course. But we got kicked out for being too tough. So now we do podcasts mm-hmm. on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use code DNVR when you sign up. And if you bet on Dan's Buffalo Bills to win last week, you probably won. I don't know if they covered the spread, but they won the game. We talked last week, Dan. I said I was a little nervous about the Colts game, and it was close. Describe to me the state of emotions you went through during that game. And at any point, did you think the bills were going to lose? Yes. Yes. Several times. (laughs) I thought the bills were going to lose, to be honest with you, man. I mean, really to describe it, I would normally say that it was like a roller coaster of ups and downs. And while Josh Allen did answer when we needed him to, there was always something in the back of my mind being like, okay, when are we going to fuck this up? Right? Like they kept it way too close. I mean, they just ran the ball right down our throats like I completely expected Jonathan Taylor to do. But I would say probably the biggest moment where I was about to be like, damn, we're about to lose this game was just when Josh Allen fumbled. And then amazingly, our offensive lineman ran the fastest I think he's ever ran in his damn entire life and hopped on top of it. Um, That was one. And then number two, that botched fumble call that botched fumble call when they didn't overturn it. Like I just knew I was like, let's pack the bags, boys. Let's bring on the narratives that Josh Allen, you know, can't win the big games. So, I mean, I would say those two things were, but yeah, let's just put it this way. It was tough. Yeah. You guys would have, I mean, if that botch fumble cost the bills, the game, 
it would have been to me the equivalent of the the saints outcry when the the refs didn't throw the the pass interference flag oh, right? with the, like, oh that vikings game yeah yeah but, <laughs> i mean the bill i guess to, to 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 be fair to the refs that one was a little bit closer i can see how yeah. there's some leeway for an opinion there but yeah it's one of those calls where everybody's like this is going to get overturned Everybody on on Twitter is like, this is that's a fumble. The announcers like, we think that's a fumble. The ref they bring in, who's an expert, thinks it's a fumble. And then the officials in the game are like, <laughs> Nah, no, nah, let's keep this close. They're like, and no so I got fumble. the Colts winning the spread. You know what I mean? And so I got yeah. the Colts beating the spread. Let's uh, let's let's stand this up. <laughs> where's Where's wow. the confidence meter at on the last play of the game when you see Philip Rivers load up for a hail mary? Dude, and so I feel like we were talking about this last week, right? Like, yeah, just yeah. like Bill's Hal Mary defense. Like, bro, like, I, like, had flashbacks. Like, all I could see was DeAndre Hopkins just jumping over and catching it in. But, I mean, luckily it didn't even make it to the end zone. And then number two, I mean, was tough, but was so satisfying to see once Micah Hyde batted it down, man. It really, really was. But that was, like, bad. not just a bat down, but an emphatic bat yeah. down. Yeah. He's like, like, this is not, not happening again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not like lingering around her a little bit. Like no one's yeah. diving for it. It just hits the ground. Emphatic. Exactly. Bills win. And so we That's put the league feeling. on call. Not again. Not again. exactly. It's our entire yeah. defense is going to be there next time at it. It's, you can't, you it's can't uh, play the Cardinals in the playoffs. Uh, you might get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Outside of that, uh, I think you've exercised the Hail Mary de- Demons. Yeah, Hail Mary so. Demon exercised your run defense demon not exercised. <laughs> not addressed <and> whatsoever. <laughs> it's we'll we'll talk a little bit about you know the Ravens and, and Bills in a minute here. But because the Bills defense they were not they weren't good against the Colts, but they made some key stops at key moments. Like even at the end of the game, like Tredavious White had a great pass breakup. Uh, they kept uh, – they forced the Colts to have to try for a Hail Mary, right? Like, they only needed a field goal there, and they couldn't get into field goal range, right? I'm remembering that correctly. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they only – well, yeah, the finals – they lost by three. So, they, they kept in the yeah. out-of-field goal range. So, there's a few key moments that the, the defense came through. So – you got to feel okay about that. Um, but yeah. overall, Josh Allen, besides that one fucking 23-yard sack loss fumble that you just talked about, <laughs> he was great. Like, he showed up, and he's the reason they won that game. And to me, like, that answers every question anybody might have still had about him heading into this game so you know in a big game he's going to come through he wasn't the reason they would have lost if it went that way and now you should have more confidence that he can carry buffalo through the playoffs to the super bowl knowing that i think will and i were just talking about this the bills have in our opinion the hardest road just to get to the super bowl and when you get through that that sets you up to actually win it. So uh, even if it, like, even if the Bills end up losing to like the Chiefs or, or the Ravens here, 
I think there's a lot of positives that came away from that win specifically because of Josh Allen's performance. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, honestly, like when I ended up looking at the way that he played and the reason that it's giving me hope throughout the rest of the playoffs is I like read this like super intriguing stat saying that so far, Josh Allen has played five teams that were in the top 10 defensively and he's five and out like right against all of those teams moving like forward. that. That's a good stat. It's great. Yeah, it's great. So it doesn't matter whether or not that they're like right on the, like they love running zone or whether or not that they just like love bringing the house and running a lot of press man coverage. Josh Allen has ended up finding a way to be able to sort of beat them right in the way that he can. So, I mean, like, I feel like that Colts game was definitely a nail biter, but I do agree with you that I think that this was like the final defensive step basically showing the world that, Hey, you know, Josh Allen, he can't be confused no matter what defensive scheme you throw his way. He's going to find a way to make plays. And uh, it's was definitely nice. But, I mean, then again, I mean, now we have another test on Saturday, yeah. uh, which is the second second scoring defense in the NFL or the first? I think they're second. The Rams were the first, I believe. Okay. Okay. So, they're, they're yeah, but they're – either way. Either way oh, you slice points, it. Points they're allowed. really good. Yeah. Yeah. The Ravens second to the Rams will correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're really good. They held Derrick Henry to uh, what I think was his lowest yardage total of the game. You guys really aren't a, aren't an offense that relies on a running back, but you're without Zach Moss. I saw you yeah. tweet that you want to give those Zach Moss carries to Devonte Freeman. Can you explain that? I do. I do as a matter of fact. So Soon as when I learned that there's some type of exception that if you've been on the COVID-19 list already, mm-hmm. then they'll just go on ahead and they'll shoot you out there. Like he's been practicing with the team already. And here's the deal, right? As much as I like TJ Yeldon, I mean, he, he has ball security issues. <laughs> Maybe, like, I mean, he's not going to be like a huge deal breaker. And a lot of Bills fans like love Antonio Williams, that rookie that came off of the practice squad that like rushed for two touchdowns against the Dolphins the final week of the season. I really don't want that. I do like Devontae Freeman. I know that his final year in Atlanta wasn't necessarily ideal and is very short showing in with the New York Giants wasn't ideal as well. But I think that since he has playoff experience and since I think that the Ravens wouldn't be preparing to see him, especially since he was never a part of our offensive scheme in general, I mean, I think go on ahead and just make him RB2 and just give him a couple of snaps. I mean, in my opinion, I think while Devontae Freeman has taken a step back from his prime, I think that he's a better option than TJ Yeldon, regardless of the fact of his familiarity of the playbook by itself. But I mean, really with the Ravens, they have a great run defense, but they're giving up what, like 4.6 yards per carry. So they can get got, right? So, I mean, I'm hoping that Freeman could be the answer. I'd rather see him than Yeldon, but at the end of the day, I don't even really see us having the run game like great in our game plan, to be frank. So who knows? I think I think the key to your run game is actually just running with Josh Allen. Yeah, right. The way like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, way, you're not saving him for anything. Yeah. Like yeah. let him fucking run. He was the reason, like he was the only like effective runner against Indy, it felt like. And now you're playing. So it's just weird because the Ravens, they leaned on Lamar Jackson to beat 
you know, the Titans, right? He rushed for like 136 yards or, or something, threw for 170 something. Um, when, when you've got a, if you have to defend Josh Allen as a passer and worry about him running like he did against Indy, I think it, yeah. it opens up the passing game for him. And unlike Lamar Jackson, I'm certain that Josh Allen will take advantage of it. And knowing they're, you know, they're down maybe one of the running backs, but Buffalo's like struggled to find like consistency in the run game all season on offense. Like I'm not too worried about that. Even if there's like a drop in production on whoever they bring in for Zach Moss, as much as you hate to see him go down, it's, it's really going to be like how their defense hangs in there. If Lamar Jackson is rushing well, J JK Dobbins has a game. I'm Mark Ingram didn't even play against, uh, the, the Titans. I know he hasn't played a ton this season, but that's just a different beast to try to defend in the run game. And they, the Ravens put up what 236 against the Titans and Buffalo yeah. allowed one 163 for the Colts. So like the Ravens are going to rush a lot and it's just, oh, it's yeah. going to be like, it's a shootout type situation. And it's like, if the bills can hang with the Ravens in a shootout, then they're probably just going to have to do it again against the chiefs in the next round. Yeah. So might as well figure out how to do it now and get yeah. ready to do it again. Right. Exactly. And so honestly, like when I look at our defense, I mean, we're essentially just a bend, but not break defense. And that's as much as I don't want to see it. That's just what the Buffalo bills defense has evolved to. But I mean, really my only hope of us being able to stop the run by itself is just to play as absolutely physical as possible, punch the damn ball as much as you damn can and create turnovers. Like that's really, in my opinion, the only way that we can silence their run game because say that we're just focusing on just trying to contain them to very low run production. That's just, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Like, I mean, right. we need to be crossing our fingers for physical, physical play and key turnovers when that happen yeah it's I that's I a good point that's a good point i don't like and i don't Sorry, even know Brandon. how good the ravens defense is like they played great against tennessee they got a ton of pressure on ryan Tannehill. um but it's like their defense has been kind of i don't know up and down all year you look back to the the browns game and that was a shootout you know for the for the ravens defense i think the bills it, it, <laughs> One thing you guys need to do better is uh, starting field position because that really, <laughs> yes, that was, and I like, I doubt that happens again. It was two insanely great, like the Log first punt drives. was great. And the first, that kickoff, how often do you see a kickoff just die like that? It, it was going to go out of bounds, but it just fucking stopped. And then of course you guys, they, they tried to return one of the kicks get to like the 15 or 10 and a penalty on top of it. And it reminded me of the Broncos. Will and I, we watched the Broncos all season, try to return kicks and they sucked at it. And then they would get penalties on top of a shitty return. And it, it just, yeah, just like, don't do it. Just take the knee. Just never let, return. kicks. Let Josh get one, one drive to start from the 25 yard line. And no, yeah. but, but then he digs them out of a hole and leads the best drive of his game uh, of the game. And it yeah. sort of finally kickstarted their offense. Uh, as long no as I don't do that against the Ravens. 
And so field position was atrocious. Like, oh my I, God. I think we had one that started on the two, the 15, the 11, like, <laughs> like it was all below the 20, right behind the 20 the entire game. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, let's just hope that Andre Roberts, I've been waiting for him to bust one out like this entire season. And he really needs to, because with Isaiah McKenzie, like, I mean, his, his first return, he brought it back to the house. So, I mean, I feel like Andre Roberts is due to have a pretty good game from the special teams perspective, but yeah. And so, especially like with all the clock that the Ravens are going to be eating up, like, I mean, I can almost guarantee you that the Ravens are going to win time of possession. Right. I'm almost willing to guarantee you that they are going to by a large margin. So, I mean, time is of the essence. So not only do we need like great field position, we just need to like have an, an absolute air raid. And like, let's hope that weather is not a factor because we all know that ironically, the Buffalo Bills bane of existence is shitty weather conditions. So and Lamar Jackson said he's never played in the snow. So could work yeah, both ways. offense is built yeah. for shitty weather though. So you know what I mean? Yeah, but maybe I could see him not being able to cut so well because, like, that's his big strength is like he can cut without slowing down, and that's a little harder in the snow. I don't know. I'm trying to spin this in a positive no, direction for you. I think that's a good point because the the Browns game earlier this season, before Lamar Jackson took the the famous uh, shit the dumper at, throughout the world uh, in the third or fourth. <laughs> into the third or fourth quarter he was having yeah. trouble getting his footing in that game and had to switch cleats and until he did that he was having real problems so the field conditions i think if they're bad really do work in the bills favor uh because i still think they can win in the passing game i don't see that actually yeah. like josh allen played at wyoming like he knows how oh, to play yeah. and shit. Like he played in wind probably all of his games. Like yeah, he probably just got used to throwing in forty mile an hour wind. So oh, yeah, for sure. I think I think that that could be an advantage because I think it hinders Lamar Jackson more than anyone. Um, but also mm. like, let's assume the the Ravens get pressure on Josh Allen the way they did on, on Ryan Tannehill. I think Allen's better at handling it. He's yeah. done well against the blitz all season and if the ravens are going to do that i think there's going to be players that are open uh and alan's going to find them so mm-hmm. um i'm not i guess i'm not worried about like an aggressive ravens defense bringing pressure unless they actually get to Allen over and over again obviously but knowing that's kind of the difference in their game against tennessee i just feel like the bills are better at handling it yeah, for sure. Which I mean, really like almost makes me wonder if they're going to completely just change up their defensive scheme, especially since like, that's all they do is blitz. I mean, they're like the number one team in blitzing. That's basically yeah. all they do to bring the damn house to that front seven on a regular basis. But I mean, when you look at Allen, he's like first in the league for like a couple of like key statistics when it comes to him being blitzed at the end of the day. I mean, I'm almost curious to see if they completely revamp it and just do a bunch of disguise blitzes and drop as many people back into coverage as possible. Who knows? We'll see. A smart defensive coordinator I, okay. might do that. Yeah. yeah. A smart one might. Yeah. Or they're just like, this is how we've we've won this year and we're gonna stick to it. Like I I would yeah. assume they're gonna keep blitzing. So I hope they do that. Yeah. Bring it on. Too. Bring on the blitz, please. <laughs> 
Interesting. Um, what player not named Lamar Jackson on offense or defense or even special teams are you most afraid of? Marlon Humphreys. Interesting. He For did. Sure. Get, he kind of got beat early by AJ Brown, and then he he figured it out pretty quickly. He has uh, he has eight forced fumbles all year. He's like probably like one of the most physical cornerbacks in the entire league. And I mean, as much as I trust the Fawn Diggs, I mean, I'm just hoping that like ball security is a huge part of practice this week. I really, really do. I think that he's an absolute animal. Um, yeah. The, the defensive line. I mean, go ahead. I'll say that's, I think that's a good point because I believe the Ravens led the league with 25 forced fumbles in the regular season. So yeah, it's absurd. The weather could make that interesting as well. If I want to full mm-hmm. circle that shit. Yeah. And so I say Marlon Humphreys too. And then number three would have to be Justin Tucker. Like I said that if there's like 15 seconds left in the game and like, we're only up by two and I see Tucker running out to the field, like I'm just turning the TV off because it's over. So I, so I mean, while I fully anticipate this to be close, if it's close, I hope it's by four, four to five points, like not two, not three. Right. Just four. That's a really good point. Just don't let Tucker get us. Don't let Tucker get us. Exactly. If, uh, if what's his name, the blue light glasses, Rodrigo Blankenship doesn't hit one off the upright. Um, I think the Colts have a little more flexibility there at the end. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, kick a field goal rather than rely on uh, Philip Rivers' noodle arm to get it to the five. Different yeah, game. exactly. And so, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. the Ravens don't have a rookie kicker this time. They just, you know. No, very good kicker. The best in the league, you did, perhaps. You did miss league. last week. He did. To be fair. He missed a Which means he's not going to miss yarder. again in the playoffs. Yeah. And so, he's probably not due for another one until, like, 2024. So Yeah. <laughs> you could get an announcer jinx or something, though. That's really yeah. the only way to And so, I'd say that those are, like, the top three that I'm – you know, sort of Valid concerns. Yeah, the Colts. The Colts left a lot of points on the on the field. Uh, There's some weird coaching mm-hmm. decisions. I don't think the true. Ravens I was gonna good. I was gonna talk about that. Yeah, because I think the Bills' offense has gotten so good that it affects other teams psychologically now, like the Chiefs' offense does, where you see guys kind of chasing points even when they don't need to. And I think with kind of an average offense, Frank Reich kicks the field goal from the four yard line, which he should have done instead of go for it uh, on fourth and goal there uh, too early in the game. Do you think the Ravens are a team that gets caught up in that or John Harbaugh's a little more even keeled and kind of plays his own game? I think that Harbaugh has been, you know, and so I think that Harbaugh is a better coach. Don't get me wrong. I have all the respect in the world for Frank Reich. I'm, I'm willing to make an argument that he outcoached Sean McDermott, Leslie Frazier, and Dable this entire game last week. But, I mean, I don't think that Harbaugh is going to be like that. I think he's going to go on ahead and take the points when he can. Uh, but I do see them abandoning the run, say, say that the Bills go up by, like, two scores. And that's what I'm hoping for is it the, is it the fact that with Lamar, Mar, he needs to beat us with his arm but I mean as far as discipline is concerned now I think that they're probably about to be the most disciplined team we see all year say that we do move forward yeah Harbaugh's you yeah. just got no, tons I, of playoff coaching experience too 
Yeah. So much better than his brother. Nobody wants to talk about that, but God, in terms of the Harbaugh power ranking scale, just way, way ahead. The Harbaugh power opposite people. What's that? And so a Harbaugh tier list. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> polar opposites. Although uh, I do, I do miss Jim Harbaugh. Just his presence in the NFL. And he resigned yeah, with fun. Michigan, didn't he? Yeah, they extended him, right? Yeah, he's back in Michigan. Yep, I was. I kind of wanted him back. He just he's an ex. He's a wild card, is what he is. He's just he's one fun. of those. He's one of those names that no matter how, like he just signed an extension to stay in Michigan, but there are probably still some people out there like maybe we could get him to be uh, fill the head coaching vacancy for our team this year right now. Like there might be Texans oh, yeah, fans like. Sure. We, we could probably get Harbaugh, right? No, he just signed. It's just that name every year you will hear. It's like Bill Cowher. Like, for some reason. It's like Bill Cowher. Like, like maybe how, Bill like Cowher. John Bill Cowher. We need Bill Cowher. <laughs> oh, my God. Who else? So I feel like every fan well? base like, has like that. It was like, so I feel like too. Ba- and so I feel like every fan base like has like that one player, right? That like, you know, like statistically he should not be on like the active roster at all, but like he just had like some amazing preseason performance and they're like, Oh my God, we need to bring him up. We need to bring him up. But at the end of the day, he has like no fit for the team whatsoever for the Buffalo bills. Don't get me wrong. Love this guy's story. Cool story. It's Christian Wade, the rugby player from the UK. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many times, how many times I get Dan, bro, we should totally bring up Christian Wade, man. I'm like, first off, dude, he's, he's not, he's not even eligible to come to this team. And number two, <laughs> he's been playing football for three months now yeah <laughs> so, that yeah. guy has been chad kelly for the broncos for a while <laughs> chad kelly. Chad kelly. kyle sloter kyle sloter chad oh kelly they both played like really buffalo's great. favorite son chad kelly yeah preseason yeah. games and that like yeah against the third string you know defenses and shit um and don't get me wrong i i yeah. exploited the chad chad kelly hype train every time it was oh you exploited it oh no it's insane and so i feel like a lot of people too like god forbid that like some like amazing player back in the day he has like some second cousin with the same last name like bro first round draft pick let's go right now yeah dude no no bro he was a third string at a community college no that said last name though bro so much history (laughs) that said i did I did clamor for uh, Kyle Williams to come out of retirement and come in as a, a third down defensive lineman sort of player because he, he deserves to be there. He deserves to be with the Bills as they go through the playoffs. Uh, and he actually, does. he might – you could maybe argue he would help. <laughs> like, I know he, he's Yeah, dude, he probably could. If he had three yeah. weeks to get into football shape, I think he could help the, yeah. the pass rush a little bit. I'll take it. I'll take it a step further. I don't think you even have to play him on defense. I think you give him Zach Moss's carries. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah, just be a straight put Kyle Williams back. in the backfield. Hey, listen, yeah. I need to see a big man touchdown. That's what I need this game. Like I like need to see this for like a total Bills experience next Who's, week. Who's who is? Uh... Lee Smith, he's a tight end, right? But he kind of looks like a lineman. Yeah. That's the big, like, blocking tight Yeah. I think the first yeah, uh, touchdown he scored, I thought he was an offensive lineman at first. 
Oh yeah, he's like, big. Oh, no, he's just a he's just a heavy tight end. He's a beefy boy, man. Six six, two hundred and sixty nine pounds. Yeah, so he's close. To <laughs> I mean, him, yeah, you got. I want to see, yeah, I want to see a shootout between Lee Smith and Patrick Ricard on the other side. Talk about two oh, yeah? beefy boys. He's like 6'2", 300 pounds. Oh, my God. And the yeah. receiver for Baltimore last week. And so it's always interesting to, like, see who's going to be on the receiving end of just like a – with a Josh Allen touchdown pass, man. I mean, it's He throws it's to everyone. Insane. Oh, Yeah. And so full transparency, like when we brought up Jake Kumaro, mm-hmm. I had no idea who that fool was. Right. Like I just saw like some like long brown locks stroll in the end zone, like touchdown, Jake Kumaro. I was like, fuck's this guy. Right. But <laughs> from Green that. Bay. Yeah, right? no, they, I, I think he, <laughs> yeah, he's on Green Bay now, but yeah. And so we got him a job, apparently. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got oh, him. No, like okay, they brought yeah, him in. Yeah. He, he catches one pass for a touchdown against our team. And they're like, all right, see ya. <laughs> Congratulations. You did your job. Goodbye. I've got other guys to throw to again. Yeah. Why doesn't Dawson Knox get more targets? He has a massive dropping issue. Does he? Yeah, last year especially. Um, he's flashed it a little bit. But um, – like last year I did the math and like, if like, I'm pretty sure he had like 12, 13 drops. If he were to catch just half of his drops and Josh Allen would have been over 60% completion. Rate. Ooh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's like, that's like Jerry yeah. with us. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. So like, I mean, I was like pretty salty about that entire situation. Uh, but He's shown improvement so far. I mean, he still had some pretty key drops this year, but I mean, he's made some amazing catches too. He's like feast or famine. Yeah. I guess that's um, what I mostly yeah, see I from him is like, he makes like this one spectacular catch and like that sticks in your mind. You're like, Oh, that dude's fucking good. And you're like, Oh, he hasn't had a catch since then. <laughs> since that one. Yeah. Yeah. And so Plus I he looks like Vance yeah. joy. The singer. <laughs> True. Yeah, it does. It's all coming back but, to me now. And you know, I mean, nothing was worse than that. And so, not, and so nothing was worse than that Chicago Bears drop. So, I mean, as long as I don't see something like, you know, and that from Knox, then – and so I'm willing to see more opportunities on that end. Is that the one way the Bills offense gets better next year? It's like adding a, a really, really good option at tight end. I know, like, Dawson Knox, he's good. He's pretty yeah. good. Like, they, they spread out the ball – pretty well there at the tight end position but there's no like travis kelsey type that like kind of oh oh yeah man i mean say for example that the bills ended up getting like some type of massive like like kyle pitts or something yeah yeah like stuff like that then yeah 110 percent. i mean i would rank them right up there with the kansas city chiefs offense at that point say that we can keep everybody but i mean i just don't like i just don't see the bills like drafting that early on the on the offensive side of things i mean like we were talking last week, I don't see Milano coming back next year. So I think first round, say that we do draft, it's most likely either going to be his replacement or we're, we're going to be looking for a CB2 because that's just like what, like that's how Brandon Bean's DNA is. Like he loves his defense and I think that he'll continue to invest. And as far as going out and finding somebody in free agency, I mean, we have no money. <laughs> and right. so, I mean, now we're talking about And so now we're talking about extending Josh Allen too this off season. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Here's so, the I thing mean, I think that we're going to have what we have. 
Go ahead. Here's the thing. The Kansas City Chiefs had no money. What was it? They had like oh yeah, like they had like $70 or seven or seven hundred. <laughs> yeah, it was absurd. They extended Mahomes forever. Like it there can be some massaging that happens. Um, yeah. So if of these three, there's a handful of free agent tight ends. But which one of these guys would you want, assuming you know you could afford it? Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, or Mo Alley Cox. Gerald Everett's in there coming out of Los Angeles. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, technically a free agent. Uh, but I'm going to limit it. I like, Mo Alley too, Cox. Huh? I like Mo Alley Cox. Will likes Mo Alley Cox. So that's why he's the third option. <laughs> we love him. What about Zach Ertz? Oh. Oh, maybe. He, oh, yeah. He's not in Good this point. list, though. Yeah, well, I just saw that, like, I think he so could it looks be like had. he's about to leave Philly or something like that. But um, realistically, as far as, like, being able to afford it, then I would say Ertz because I have a feeling he'll be cheap. And I think that he might still have something to prove. But say yeah, that, that would be pick, great. Say that I could pick anybody. I'd probably, I mean, I'd probably go Hunter Henry, to be honest with you. So, like, I mean, he's definitely lived up to his job, especially with how much he was targeted by Herbert this year. So, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like Mo Cox too. So, like, I mean, he, like, completely – he destroyed us last week. So, I mean, that was good. Yeah, it's just the name. It's, it's just fun. Oh, that's so why. So much oh, okay. fun with Mo Cox. Yeah. Um, good content. Mo Cox. Some of the best names in football, like like that was good. And so I missed David Blow. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Damn. Who – so did you watch the, the Ravens-Titans game? I did. I Who did. did you find yourself pulling for to win? Dude, honestly, I didn't care because I was just anticipating this team that was playing to play the Chiefs this week because I just thought the Steelers were going to win. I – Thought ah. that they could beat the Browns. Ah. I thought that they'd turn it up in the playoffs. Um, but <laughs> it's like the Browns, you know, they ruined it for me. And they and they ruined it for Bills fans. Make it a very difficult road right down to the Super Bowl. Uh, but um, believe it or not, I was rooting for the Ravens at the time because I just love a good revenge game. And so a good revenge story, right? Like Lamar had a lot to prove. And the Titans, they were the ones that ended up, you know, sort of making sure, right, that the Ravens were out of the playoffs last year. So right. at the time was rooting for the Ravens. But and and so to be honest with you, I I would have much rather play the Titans this week as well. Like I think the Ravens are probably at like the bottom like tier of the team that I wanted to play <laughs> this, enti- yeah. this entire week. And then the universe just so happened to make that happen for me. So yeah, I mean the Bills have a. It's just a better matchup for their offense against Tennessee's defense. You worry oh, yeah. about the Titans or the Ravens just killing you with the run, but at least you feel like you've got a a real advantage against Tennessee's defense. Yeah, but I don't know this. Just like last week, this game could go either way. It's like yeah. both teams have so much, so many ways they can beat you and. Is there a line on the game? Two and a half. Two and a half points? 
two and a half. Yeah, that's, that's how it feels. That sounds a little disrespectful. <laughs> Buffalo playing at home. Usually you get like three points is an even game. So I think yeah. that means the public is kind of on the Ravens a little bit. Yeah. You're, you're sure, basically man. an underdog again. Maybe yeah, that's where you really want. are. Yeah, we really that's are. And so, but then again, like, I mean, and say that Baker Mayfield can like throw the ball all over that damn secondary like this year, like, and so they lost still, but, and so I think Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. So I think that he's going to be able to exploit a couple of weaknesses and a few mismatches. But um, while the line, I suppose could be sort of disrespectful. I mean, I, I don't think it's too far off, man. Yeah, it's gonna be close. So no, unless, no annihilation this week. Yeah, unless no the weather murder. really is. Yeah, no nothing. Yeah, nah, shitty. this is gonna be a nail biter. No, the the Bills, like I said at the beginning, they've got a tough path to the Super Bowl. If they can just eke out like close wins, that that is like the best recipe for them to get their first Super Bowl win because that's yeah. how the Broncos got it. So, um it's yeah. i think it'll benefit buffalo if they can just get through the gauntlet um yeah and then maybe maybe the browns beat the chiefs and we get browns bills afc championship didn't think it was going to be possible and i feel like that in that insane. matchup i trust buffalo to to finish the job against Cleveland. Although then again, you're facing another team that can run the fucking That can ball. run the damn ball. You dude. would have to face like the three best rushing teams to get to the Super Bowl through the, the AFC and then probably play a completely different team in the Super Bowl. But yeah. Um, and, so, and so they play the Packers or the Buccaneers, which are a hell of a lot more of a just throw the ball team. everywhere. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, that's fine though. Yeah. Do it. Just who knows? Who knows, man? Well, How hard are you going to be rooting for the the Browns on Sunday if the Bills win? Oh, so hard, dude! Like I am, I am going to be the biggest Browns fan <laughs> if the Bills win. Dude. Isn't that weird though? Because like you've got the Bills, you know, are if they make it to the AFC Championship, I think they're just that good. But then the Browns, on the other hand, if they beat the Steelers and the Chiefs, it's like, all right, now you're almost like rooting to play a team of destiny. Oh yeah, <laughs> so that's a little concerning. It's kind of a catch twenty-two. It really is. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I do think that that the Bills are probably in that category too, right? That's and true. So especially being like the bottom dwellers for a long time, I think that the ratings would be sort of low. Say that it was Bills and Browns, and so that's I feel like the ratings would be much higher. Guys. Say that it was the Bills and the Chiefs, but I mean, I would prefer that matchup. And I mean, honestly, I don't really think that it's out of the question that the Browns have zero chance against the Chiefs. Oh, no, they got a chance. Oh, yeah. I think they do. It's smaller than their chance was to beat the Steelers, but they have a chance. Yeah. It's. And and so the Chiefs, like, really haven't been, like, burying teams this year. No. And they haven't won a game by two scores since they played the Jets. Yeah. Way earlier in the season. And so God forbid that like they come out rusty and from that bye week. Like honestly, like I like I didn't even want the bye week. And so I was glad that this became a seven playoff like scheme because I mean and so with the Bills, like like we play like absolute ass, like coming off of a bye for the past <laughs> year. 
So, I mean, I like, didn't even want it. All I wanted was just momentum going into it. And who knows? I think well, you got it. Yeah. Should we get a final score prediction? Damn. Um, Bills Ravens. 35, 31, 35, 31 bills. That's good. I like it. Yeah. I hope so. That sounds like a fucking awesome game to watch. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right. And then, I mean, like I said, observer. and like I said, man, listen, just give me three to four points and please let us have the final possession. Please let us have the final possession. Give me a garbage time touchdown from the Ravens. Give me a failed onside kick and give me the knee. Let's go into the AFC championship. There it is. That I think that's really what, what Buffalo needs to do is steal a score somewhere, right? Like yeah. a pick six, a, like you said, a special teams touchdown, just like one of those things I think will make a huge difference for Buffalo. Yeah. But um, yeah, 35, 31 would be awesome. I think it's, I think they're going to win by three, but I, I think they'll have the ball at the end. So they don't have to worry about Tucker. <laughs> Okay, good, good. <laughs> what do you got, Will? I'm going to go Buffalo. I think I was close last week. I don't remember what I predicted, but I had something in the 20s, and I'm going to do the 20s again. I'm going to do Buffalo 24, Baltimore 19. Why not? Damn. Weird score like that. I say 30 to 27. So. 30. Oh. You're gonna, you know, you're how gonna I, be gray hair, man. Yeah, gray you, hair. Get, you don't, you don't get to the Super Bowl without sweating it out. That's just how it is. No. Oh yeah, for sure. I. Uh, but it's it's fun that way. It's so much more fun that way. Yeah, it really well, is. So we've done it both ways. It's. I learned how much I really want the Bills to win based on how many knots were in my stomach watching the Colts game. It's like oh, something you can't control, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I know I hate Tom Brady more than I hate the Patriots because of the way I watched Bucks games this year and just wanted him to lose. And I was yeah. watching that Bills game and I started to feel like I was watching a Broncos game. Like that's how much I wanted him to win. And uh, I think it's just going to, it's going to be, tough it's gonna to feel like that again this week and i like the ravens yeah. like i was pulling for the ravens last year but i really want to see buffalo get there so we'll see if it happens also yeah. fucking i forgot like if you use if you use bill's mafia content in your video where they're jumping onto tables of fire mm -hmm. you've got to click a button that says this content isn't appropriate for advertisers because I got a stupid YouTube, like, I can't make any money on the video. And now YouTube's like punishing me on my uploads and making me not monetize it. And I was like, what was so bad in this video? I was like, did I say something fucked up? And I clicked on yeah. the info and it's like harmful or dangerous content. Cause I used the bills guy jumping into the fire table. I was like, oh, God damn it. I forgot. Dude. So it's funny because I don't think that I've gotten there yet where like YouTube has like recognized me and started picking on me because I mean like I've put clips in there, nothing, still fully monetized. Like I like drop like a couple fucks, like four or five fucks right in the middle, nothing, still monetized. But right. like, yeah. So what, so when did they start picking on you? And so like, it's, like, it's like because I, 20, 30,000. I know I criticized Chris Collins. Well, I made a video about that Chris Collinsworth remark. Okay. Uh, 
he said something that people thought was super offensive to women and I like I defended him but if you if you if you talk about a big topic like that that can be offensive to a big group of people uh yeah. YouTube wants you to mark that in your video and I don't think I like realized it so what YouTube does is then every video after that they will manually review before they allow it to get ads to run uh -huh. on it uh -huh. And so I made like 15 videos after that one where I correctly checked all their stupid boxes and then I didn't even think about the fire table thing as a dangerous act because to me it doesn't register like that because we've seen it <laughs> so many times from Bills fans and it's not like I'm glorifying it. They don't want people to be like, this is cool, you should do it. Like I just showed it and it's something you laugh at. I'm not like saying should try this at home. do this shit. Kids especially. Yeah, so after that one, I got a more strict warning. It's like, you have had multiple videos that you didn't label correctly. And I'm like, oh. now, and, and like, I don't know how long I have to correctly label bills before videos before they start repealing that shit and just i don't know it's just a dumb process and so it's your biggest piece of advice is don't go after major names about controversial topics yeah and i can continue to slide under the radar yep beautiful be as vanilla as possible <laughs> as, as vanilla as possible but how like i mean i basically just told it myself like i mean who knows and so while they're manually, and so while they're manually reviewing this one, I'm sure that yeah. you know, like, oh, fuck. Well, no, it's on the other channel. They're not going to see this. Thank God. Beautiful. This channel's Dave. good. Beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> you can say whatever you want on here, Dan. Everybody, you can subscribe to Dan's YouTube channel, Dan Mitchell, right? Yep. That's yep. It. Just his name and real Dan Mitchell on Twitter. Not that not fake that one. Fake son of a bitch. Not that tried fake. Tried to sell you Amway. Oh man! <laughs> so thanks for having me on again, guys. I appreciate it. No problem. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's not the last time this season. Let's do it. Let's do it next week. If Come the on. Bills win, Bills. we got to keep going. Yeah, Buffalo all the way this time. Keep going. Buffalo all the way. Let's do it. While the holiday season may be over, the sports calendar is in full swing. That's a swing. From collegiate to professional sports, there's no shortage of action, and there's no better place to get in on all of this action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you haven't tried out DraftKings Sportsbook, what are you doing? To celebrate this year's football playoffs, DraftKings is giving all new players the chance to bet on any of this weekend's professional football games at 100 to 1 odds. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1.00. On any football game this weekend, and if your team wins, you cash $100. While we are all excited for football, let's not forget the 2021 basketball season has tipped off. So head to the App Store now. Check out all of DraftKings' daily odds boosts. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any football game this weekend. 
That's code DNVR for new players to get a shot at $100 on any football action this weekend for limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.